We're live from AwesomeCon 2016 in Washington, D.C. And what you don't know, or unless you've seen it in solicitations, is there's going to be a very cool new book coming out from Boom Studios called Sombra. Of course, you know his work from Spread as well, Luther Strode. How about John Flood, which is one of my favorites, Justin oh, Jordan. Justin, how you doing? Good. How are you? We're doing good, man. So what's your overall take of AwesomeCon so far? What, it's a Friday, first day of it. What's your... What's your uh, overall thoughts? Uh, it's good. It's slow, but it's a good kind of slow. It's There's enough people here that I think it's going to be a big weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been here since the first Awesome Con, so it's been kind of an exponential growth sort of thing. So I think they're going to do well. This is actually a better crowd than I was expecting so far for it only being like two hours in on a Friday. So have you seen the show evolve since you were here for the first one? How, how has it evolved over the years? Because it kind of started as a Kickstarter, right? It did. It uh, and actually, they might. I don't know if they kickstarted the first year or the second year, but the first year was in. It was in this convention center, but it was in the other building, and it was. Uh, I think maybe five or ten thousand people came to it, which was actually much better attended than I was kind of anticipating. Uh, but they treated everybody real well, and it was a fraction of the size of the show that it has subsequently grown into being. <laughs> yeah, now now this is a pretty good sized convention. Uh, one of one of the bigger shows that you know I go to outside of you know they're your big dogs like C two E two and ECC and stuff, which are kind of on another level. But yeah, so it's good. It's been it's been good to see it go, and they're good people doing it. So I like it when people I like succeed. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, Sombra's getting ready to come out and, you know, deals with the Mexican cartel. So when you're dealing with something like that, when you're writing about a real thing, especially like, like a cartel, is there a certain way, like, I got to portray it a certain way because it's a real thing? Or do you just say, you know what, screw it, we're going to do it the way, no fears, just going to go do it? No, with that kind of stuff, I do feel an obligation to try to get it as right as I can. Um, and it's one of those deals, it's one of the things that... I'm working with Raul Trevino on it, who is uh, from Mexico, still lives in Mexico, um, and he has, you know, his experience with the cartels as, as a result of that, and that was kind of one of the contingencies on doing the book. I wanted to do the book, but I also realized as part of the point of the book is that we Americans don't have a good perspective on what's going on in Mexico, and that's reflected in the book, and I am also aware of that myself, so I needed to work with somebody who did it, and I also needed to do a lot of research to make sure that I was getting it as right as I could, but I also wanted to have uh, somebody on who had authentic experience with it who could kind of back me up and make sure that I wasn't blundering into the same mistakes I was trying to comment on, and you know, it, it's work intensive, it's probably the most, not probably, it is absolutely the most research intensive uh, thing that I've done. I've got a great big stack of, uh, of books and stuff and websites and watch a bunch of documentaries and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure your Google search history is very interesting. It is. I was, I was just discussing with somebody, I've got another project coming up that if I'm not already on every watch list, I am certainly going to be after <laughs> that. Like, if I don't get visited by the NSA, I'm going to lose all faith in our apparatus uh, for that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, the, the cyber stuff is, it, it's interesting to me, like, I, so a couple of years ago, my friend was living in El Paso, and El Paso is right on the Mexican border, right across the, right across the river, right across the river is Juarez, which is one of the most violent murder oh, yeah. cities oh, on yeah. And it's literally right there. Like, it's, it's, you think right there, and you're like, oh no, like, no, like, you can pick up a stone and throw it into <laughs> Juarez. Yeah. Whereas El Paso is a safe, prosperous city, and Juarez is not. And all that makes that the case is a fictional border and a chain link fence. Yeah. And it astonishes me when you start reading about the cartel stuff, it is sort of, it is morbidly fascinating. It, it, it is so not 
like you, it is hard for me to believe that that is happening right alongside our borders. It is yeah. right there, and we are largely entirely ignorant of what's going on, and we bear a large part of the responsibility for it happening. You know, we are the market that makes that possible, and the war on drugs has, this is kind of what I get into in the book, only made that worse. Yeah. Like, that has not improved the situation. That is, that has just escalated the violence, you know? So have you thought, have you thought about going to Mexico for just research, just to get a feel of the cities and stuff like that, or is it? Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> unfortunately the nature of uh, comics is that I just don't have the resources to right. do so. Uh, it it would have been, it would have been ideal to have gotten closer than El Paso. So. Well, at least you got somebody there, though, you can say, hey, who has the head experience? Yeah, the cartels, and, 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 and it is very much flavoring the book. Like, when we're talking about locations and stuff, I'm relying on uh, on Raul to kind of shape the story and where we're at and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, for instance, there's a scene in the first issue that takes place in, a, in kind of an outside market in, uh, in Mexico City. And Raul had gone with several, he, he's like, okay, here's what fits that bill, and here's what makes each of those places unique, both visually and culturally. And that gives me a perspective that even if I had been down there, like, I just would not have understood that. That right. is literally something that only a native is going to get. Right. Um, and I don't know that most of the American readership will understand, like, the meaning of why we chose that location. But I think having that kind of base background detail makes for a better book. I think even if you don't consciously get it, I think it makes it more authentic. I think it rings truer than it would otherwise have done. The deepest, darkest places are actually, like... You know, the most interesting, you know? The, yeah. They're the most fun and, and weird things to write about, you know? Uh, they are, and, and there's a certain... Like, like when I do travel, I, like, my kind of thing is I like to... Uh, I, I, it's going to sound terribly hipster. Don't generally do the usual tourist things. Sometimes I do if there's, if there's something I think is really cool, because uh, there is some visually stunning stuff in the world. But whenever I can, I like to get somebody who lives there to tell me what's really cool to see. And... Getting somebody's uh, somebody else's view on what that world is like it is a lot more interesting than just kind of wandering around on your own. So yeah, I like to do that whenever I can, and that is one of the things I, I've also tried to and continue to try to work with artists and stuff who are kind of outside the normal American white American dude perspective and all that kind of stuff. And he almost didn't want to do the book, correct? That's true. Raul was wary of doing it because he still lives in Mexico, and you know that is there. There is there is the possibility that it could be dangerous for him, and I was worried about that too. I'm like, not for me. I'm 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 you know reasonably feel reasonably safe, but I'm like was a little concerned for Raul. So hopefully that will not be a terrible thing. I think the epic beard would just make everybody back <laughs> off. One of the most epic beards in yeah. comics, I think. Yeah, exactly, man. It's, well, thank you. It's it's a competition winner. <laughs> We're gonna. We're going to tell uh, Rafa Albuquerque that your beard's better than his. That sounds right. <laughs> we're we're going to fight it out. <laughs> to the death. <laughs> With our beards. Just beard fights. Uh, I think he's actually tabling right beside me at Heroes Con. Or uh -oh. Yeah, I think we're in the same table block in two weeks. So be we'll like, see how it goes. Be like, I want Albuquerque. I want Albuquerque. Dear God, what have we done? War the short. And they do have all these convenient folding chairs to hit people with. So oh my God, King. Nice Jordan just hit him in the back of the head with a chair. <laughs> Best so, work ever. <laughs> so for people that don't know, where can they actually get more information about Sombra before it comes out? 
if you Google Sombra and Boom, it's S-O-M-B-R-A. It'll probably give you what's what is coming out. Uh, I am about the book will be out in July, and I'm just about to embark on doing a bunch of media stuff for it. So there should be website articles and that kind of stuff coming out uh, in the next few weeks. This this will actually be one of the first times I've talked about it, talked about it in public. But we're getting and of course our show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and it's rad. It's one of those things that uh, thus far I think it's a good book, and I think it's not like anything else that's out on the market addressing something that in comics we haven't hit on a whole lot. Yeah. Um, there is kind of an upswelling these days. The, the, the awareness of the Mexican cartel situation is kind of permeating pop culture because there was things like um, Sicario last year and Narcos oh, yeah. was on yep. Netflix and then Don Winslow has, has had the power of the dog and the cartel. There was one uh, there was a cartel lamp which is a documentary. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, so, you know, I, I hope people are into it. I, I, I hope it's something that people read and like and that it, you know, makes some sort of meaningful, you know, impact. Which, at the base level, I hope people are entertained by it, but I, I hope there's more to it than that. But, you know, oh, yeah. you never know what's going to happen until people actually get in there. Right, pants. right, right, yeah. right. Well, Justin, thank you so much for your time, man. We, you know, we can't wait wait to read Sombra. It's going to be an amazing book we all know. And just thank you for giving us time and just enjoy the rest of your time. Pre-order it now. Yes, pre-order uh, it. Thanks for having me, guys. I hope you all like the book.